today on Garnet and Great. Bobby Bowden invited my team back, and uh, he talked to all my players and uh, told them that he thought that our team, the second team that we had there, uh, really turned the program around. Today, we're saying goodbye to former Florida State coach Daryl Mudra, who recently passed away. Daryl had a tough two years at Florida State, winning only four games in 1974 and 75, actually an improvement over 73, when the Seminoles were winless. But Mudra should be remembered for almost pulling off the upset of that decade. In 1974, his first year, FSU led Alabama 7-3 right up until the final minute and 27 seconds. But in a fateful strategic coaching move, FSU took a safety on purpose to make the score 7-5, and then Bama kicked a 36-yard field goal to win 8-7. 33 seconds were left on the clock. We spoke to Coach Mudra several years ago, and he blames nobody but himself. Yeah, we, we uh, made a terrible mistake towards the end of the game. We, we took a safety when it was really just a stupid, stupid mistake. What do you remember about that? How, how did that develop? Well, we thought the only way we, that they could win was uh, to block a punt. And we, uh, you know, didn't take into account the fact that if we had not taken that safety, they'd have had to score a touchdown. And they hadn't scored a touchdown in the whole game. We actually missed, I think, three field goal tries. You know, in our first year, we, we didn't have time to really check out our, our kicker. But he was pretty terrible. Looking back at the stats, he missed three, and then he had one that was blocked that was a 19, only a 19-yard field goal that could have won the game for you. The, the uh, field goal kicker was a kid from Turkey who was over here because he wanted to avoid the draft. <laughs> we just made a mistake playing him. I think we, we found somebody else before the season was over. What did it feel like, though, to basically um, beat Bear Bryant on his own home field? Well, we really should have. We, had, we uh, just made a huge error right toward the end of the game and outplayed them pretty much the whole game. You outplayed them in every single statistic. The only statistic they had that was superior to FSU's was in punting. They had a 36.8 average, and FSU's was only 26.5. We actually had a, a senior punter who was an excellent punter. That was the other thing, the reason why we took the, the safety, because we thought that he'd be able to get off a good punt without any rush. He's, he uh, had his poorest kick. And, of course, then, then Alabama had pretty good field position. They only had one play, I think, down and out pass to their good, good wide receiver and that got about 10 yards for them, then kicked their field goal, kicked a long field goal. That would have been the upset of the year, if not uh, the decade in college football. Um, what do you think accounted for that? Did you have them just really super pumped up to play a great game, even though it was a down year? And No, I don't, I don't think we uh, made any special preparation or... We, our defensive coordinator, uh, Pete Rodriguez, you know, who spent maybe uh, 15 or 20 years in the NFL, you know, on that staff that we had at uh, Florida State, uh, five of the assistant coaches went on to coach in the NFL. So we really had a, a good staff, and I think we did a real good job defensively against their wishbone. And offensively, we played a lot of unbalanced line, which caught them off guard. Coming off the field that day, do you remember, did Bear Bryant say anything to you like, you know, how great you guys played, or was he surprised? We were at Palm Springs for a, I had to talk football 
into a group, and uh, I met him there. He loaned us a car when one time we were going to, to Omaha, and our car broke down at Tuscaloosa, and, and Bear loaned us a car to go the rest of the way and while they fixed our car. After we played them, I heard uh, Dan Henning on the phone with the LSU coach, and uh, evidently they were talking about our plan. So I called Bear, and I said, I said, Bear, are you prepared for the unbalanced line? He said, you're damn right. After the fiasco with you guys, he said, we're, we're working on it pretty hard. What else do you remember about that day? Anything else that stood out? No, I think that, you know, it was a terrible mistake that made at the end of the game. A horrible error, you know. We, we put them in a position where a field goal would win. They hadn't scored a touchdown the whole game. And had we just punted, uh, we, we'd have won the game easily. We scored a first down, and of course, if that first down holds up, the game's over because there's only about a minute to go in the game. And the officials called us for uh, a movement penalty, called us back, and, and we looked at the film. We, we didn't have anything to do, and that was a terrible call. Uh, also cost us the game. But we had a first down, so the game was over. And, and of course, the crowd was making a lot of noise, and the officials had a kind of a delayed call where they, they called us for a movement penalty. And that with that five-yard uh, penalty, then we ended up not making the first down. And they had to make the decision, and, and we made it bad when to, to take a safety. But, uh, but they won on the score, and that's what, uh, you know, our approach to the coaching has always been uh, Grant Mother Rice is saying what it isn't whether you won or lost, it's how you played the game. But from our point of view, we won. Do you ever feel, though, that if any of those things had gone better, if um, if it hadn't been for them taking that first down away from you, or if your kicker didn't have a field goal blocked, or it even made any of the three field goals he missed, that not only that game would have been different, but maybe you would have gone on to have um, a, a better season? I don't know. I, I think that probably uh, the next season we improved dramatically. We took over a program that was really in disarray. When we went to Florida State, they didn't even have five pounds of weights. And so uh, uh, our weight coach went down to the land and picked up a bunch of novice machines and we, we started the weight program. The other thing that was a real factor when I went to Florida State was that we, we lived in a kind of a den of iniquity, at cash hall. And we had our uh, study table in the history building and we had our meals at the student union. So our, our players, we was all over the place. So the first thing that we did is we bought a, a, a motel, which was only a block from the stadium. So we got our housing to where it worked out a lot better. And then we, we our first year, they had a plan to build a kind of a fancy office for the athletic director. And we took the money that was supposed to go into that building and we, we built a weight room and we built a, a uh, off-season uh, program uh, area. And we used that also for uh, for our meals we, we also used that room for our study table so we had everything uh, right there at the stadium so by consolidating everything at the stadium our players could go to school and and still play football you know the program had come from like you say an incredibly down year you were showing such progress why the sudden impatience of they after two years and the pro our second year i think we lost five games by maybe 15 points we thought we would probably win eight games 
the next year. And uh, Bobby Bob, I remember in his book, he said that he thought that we would have won more games than he did. He ended up with a losing season his first year. And uh, we started eight true freshmen our first year. Eight true freshmen when we played Alabama. We won our last game. We played Houston, uh, a pretty good Houston team. We ended up uh, uh, beating Houston pretty soundly in our last game. You were different. In fact, you were unique in that you liked to coach from the press box. I know a lot of fans seem to think that was just kind of weird. You know, the, the look that you get from the press box is a lot better look than the one that you get from the sideline. At that time, it was probably uh, you know something that a lot of head coaches didn't do. Do you look back with any regrets, or do you feel proud that you brought the program up to a point that Bobby Bowden took it in? You know, uh, I I went into the National College uh, Football Hall of Fame before Bobby Bowden. I had a really great uh, coaching career. Uh, You know, it's uh, it's really kind of interesting that I would go in the Hall of Fame after being fired. (laughs) Bobby Bowden invited my team back, and uh, he talked to all my players and I told him that he thought that our team, the second team that we had there, uh, really turned the program around. Well, he had his share of luck during that time. Do you ever feel that if you just had a little bit of that luck? Bowden had a really good staff, and they did a great job, and it came at a perfect time. You know, Florida was kind of on the, was kind of wounded. They had uh, gotten in trouble, I think, with uh, lots of scholarships and and, uh, you know, was going through a tough period. So they just came at, at a perfect time and did a, did a really great job. You know, it's one of the great uh, coaching jobs. But we, we <laughs> I, I wrote the President Marshall. I told him I thought we did most of the heavy lifting. It's funny how that one kick and that one bad coaching decision changed the course of FSU football so dramatically. Because if Bama's kicker doesn't make that last-minute field goal, well, it would have been a huge upset win over the reigning national champs. That could have given FSU, a team that hadn't won a game in almost two years, a big boost in confidence. And that newfound confidence, it could have taken them to more than just the one win late in the 74 season. Maybe Mudra would have been given more time to rebuild the program, in which case... Would Bobby Bowden have been offered the FSU job late in 1975? And with all those what-ifs, who knows how FSU's football fortunes might have played out over the next 48 years, with or without Daryl Mudra. Rest in peace, Coach. Garnet and Great is produced by Rich Holton, FSU Class of 71. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Go Nose!